what if I could give myself permission today, just for today, to know with 1000% certainty that life was meant to be enjoyed? How would I show up? What decisions would be different? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King, your host of Connect Back In. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in here. I am feeling real nice this morning, and I just got done with a long beach walk here in San Diego. It's been really hot. Um, I know it hasn't been that way across the country, so sorry for complaining to those of you who may be experiencing uh, less than ideal weather, but it's been really sweltering. Um, And I love fall. It's my favorite season, wanting to get in those cozy sweaters and drink tea and bake things. But when it's 90 degrees, it just doesn't feel the same. So I'm really pumped this morning. It was a little bit cooler. I went for a long beach walk on the beach that I used to live next to a couple months back. And I would walk it or run it every day, and I haven't done it since. And so it was really nice to just get my feet in the water, feel grounded, um, and really connected after a good meditation and all those things. And it's perfect timing because I like to launch a podcast every week, but also with the knowing that if I don't feel inspired to share something, I don't want to force anything and just create an episode to create an episode. I do this complimentary, if you will. This is not my job. I do it for fun. It's kind of the idea of if you could do anything, um, even if you wouldn't get paid for it, what would it be? And this is it for me. And not only because it's an outlet where I can express things that I've learned or that I'm feeling that you may be feeling too, but the idea that there might be someone out there at this very moment looking for this exact episode and they hear it and it gives them that light of fire, that remembrance, that connection back to who they are and helps them show up in a better way in this world, which then trickles on to somebody else. The idea of that just explodes me with joy. I love that thought. And that's what I bring forth when I do these episodes, whether it's an interview or it's just myself. And so I wasn't really feeling it. It's Thursday. I normally launch the podcast on a Wednesday. So hoping to get this out still on time. But um Something I want to talk about today is when you're feeling in a funk, how do you get out of it? Believe it or not, I am a human being and I have off days, especially during this experience where we're not connecting with people, we're not busy, um, we aren't distracted. A lot of things have come up for me, which I'm really grateful for, but it makes uh, life a little bit challenging sometimes. And When I get in that state, you have this sense that it might last forever, or um, you're the only one experiencing this. There's a lot of shame associated with it. I'm not doing enough. I'm not energized enough. Why am I sad? And questioning these emotions and really defining them as bad. When 
all emotions are welcome. It's part of the human experience. We need contrast to understand what we enjoy most, what we value most. If everything was perfect all the time, we wouldn't be able to recognize it as such. And so contrast is important. And feeling all the emotions, they're always there for a reason. They're there to help you grow, to help you move past things, to help you see things maybe in a different way. And I think they're all important, but sometimes when you're in it, you're really in it. And you might look at affirmations, you might listen to that podcast, and it doesn't resonate with you. And you can't hear the message that they're trying to convey because you're not in the receiving mode to do that. So I don't think there is something that fixes everything. There isn't a step-by-step process to this. Every person is unique and different, um, which creates this beautiful world. But also, it can be uh, hard because I can't provide you this rubric and say, hey, just do this and you'll feel better. So I thought I'd share with you, first of all, what I know for sure, because that's a question that I often ask in my interviews on this podcast. And it stems from Oprah, who asks it on her Super Soul Conversations podcast. And I think it's such an interesting thing because what do you know for sure? Ask yourself that question right now. It takes a moment to define that answer. And so I wrote down a few things. And I think the answer to this question will evolve and change depending on where I am in my life at the moment. But right now, um, what I know for sure is that life is meant to be enjoyed that joy and worthiness is your birthright, that you are whole, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are so full of abundance, and there's nothing you need to prove to make that be true, that just is. And doesn't that feel good if that were true? Maybe you don't believe that, but what if it was? Just play with me for a little bit here and think, what if that was true? What if I knew for sure that life was meant to be enjoyed, that I was whole, that I was worthy just because there was nothing required for me to prove that to anybody else? What if I could give myself permission today, just for today, to know with 1000% certainty that life was meant to be enjoyed? How would I show up? What decisions would be different? I think that is something to consider. And when you ask yourself that, do you feel a sense of freedom and maybe a letting go of control? Because I think sometimes we get caught up in this idea that we are the ones that are creating everything in our lives. And that's true to an extent. You are creating your experience based upon how you perceive your life, right? I really think your thoughts are your reality. What's If it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. If it's bad on the inside, it's bad on the outside. But it starts with the inside first. And so nurturing ourselves in the best way that you know how. And perhaps it starts with thinking this, that you know for sure that life is meant to be enjoyed, that joy and worthiness is your birthright. Because to me, that feels really good. It allows me to let go of a lot of things that I feel as though I need to carry on my shoulders and that I'm supposed to have control over, whether it's my to-do list or the goals that I'm trying to achieve in my life. Yes, I'm not saying those aren't important, 
But what if they were backed by this belief? So you're trying to achieve a goal, whether it's finding a life partner, losing weight, um, starting that business, making that amount of money, buying that thing, whatever it was, and you knew that life was meant to be enjoyed while you were on your way there versus sacrificing and suffering and maybe pushing yourself a little too hard. I think there is a sense of um, really getting after it, but it doesn't necessarily mean sacrificing your well-being to do that. So kind of tying back to how we tap back in, because as I said, if, if it's full on the inside and you're feeling nourished and you're feeling calm and supported and connected to that intuition within you, your higher self, if you will, I think it's easier for you to show up in this way to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process as we are on our way to achieving this extraordinary life that we all have set out for ourselves. So if you're feeling a little gloom, a little down, a little crummy, today's episode is really designed to help you maybe shift that energy and come out on the other side. Or maybe after the episode, you try one of these tactics. And it's funny because at the beginning, I'm like, I'm not going to give you this rubric, but that's exactly what I'm doing. I mean, that's how we know how to convey information is through these steps, these concrete measures, if you will. So I'm tapping into my masculine energy here, but um, maybe you try one of these things and hopefully it can give you just a glimmer of light that will start to attract more of that light and it will pull you out of that um, so-called negative emotion or negative energy that you might be feeling. So one thing I have is um, the number one thing that I do, I'm just going to start with the top first, is a joyful memory. And I learned this at the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within um, event that I attended in March 2019. We took a moment and he dives really deep into it. They had all this music going, lights going, and there's like thousands of people in this arena experiencing this exact same thing. So the energy is super high and it's incredible. And he has you remember from the past an experience that you had extraordinary joy. So it could be the birth of your first child if you're a mother, maybe your wedding day, maybe the day you found your life partner, maybe the day you started your business. Remember back to a time when you were truly happy, you felt truly supported, you felt worthy, you felt enough, you felt loved, whatever it is, and get as much detail of that experience as possible. So go to a quiet spot in your house, put on some music, maybe pour a cup of tea and give yourself five minutes. It doesn't take that long. And you sit down and you just remember this moment. And funny enough, it's kind of embarrassing what my moment was. And I actually refer back to this moment all the time. So it's now in my repertoire. It's like a tool belt. I don't have to think because when you're feeling crummy, it's hard to reach for a happy, happy moment or experience in the past that may have been joyful. So having something on the ready that you can just go to and it's I have a space as well in my house. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a guest room and it's also my office. So it's kind of like my she shed, if you will. <laughs> so I meditate on my bed every single day. I have crystals there. I have tarot cards. I have books that I read. I have um, 
sage. I have all the things that I need. And so it's a great space for me to go to and I don't have to think about it. I'm not like, oh, I have to find a place in my house to go meditate. It's just part of the process. It's like how you go to the bathroom to brush your teeth. It's the same exact thing for me when it comes to meditation. So then I can go to this space when I'm feeling down and I want to trigger this emotion of joy and shift my energy because what you focus on, you create more of and you also find evidence to back up this belief. So if you're feeling bad, you're feeling down, it's hard to shift out of that energy. But if you can shift your focus completely, instead of saying, I'm not going to think about this negative thing, that only attracts more of that negative thing because you're still focused on it because you're focusing on not thinking about it. Whereas if you can completely shift out of that, the momentum will start to build because what you focus on, you create more of, then it can help you pull yourself out of this maybe uh, crummy emotion that you're feeling. So for me is uh, it goes way back probably to, okay, so Jaden is six now. So it was 2014 and my sister had been trying to get pregnant for a while and I lived in San Francisco and I was going to meet some friends at a bar and I called my sister on my way there because I walked everywhere at the time. So two to three miles. It was If it was under four miles, I walked. Um, that was my exercise. I didn't have a gym membership or anything like that at the time. So I called her and was babbling about myself, about my job. I worked at Sephora, I think, at the time. And she remained quiet per the usual And then I was on the street corner outside of the bar waiting to go in and we were just chatting. And then she said, I have something to tell you. And she said that she was pregnant. And even now, I just, I don't know what it was. I think it was just the connection that we had in that moment. I started crying, tears of joy. And it was just a moment of perfection. I just knew that this baby was going to be amazing and she was going to bring so much joy and love into our lives, which couldn't be more of the truth. Like Jaden, my niece, um, my sister Jamie's daughter, she's six years old and she is a wild child. She's total free spirited. Her whole life, we did the normal like um, thing that people do, which we probably shouldn't do, but we look over and we're like, hey, look at uh, Jessica. She's behaving like, or look at Aunt Mo. She's wearing her tennis shoes. And Jaden's always been like, I don't care what anybody's doing. I beat to my own drum. I'm a little weird. I'm a little crazy. I'm a little wild, but she's so full of love and laughter and joy. And she's brought so much happiness into my life, into my sister's life, into everybody's life that she touches. She's such a beautiful spirit. So for me, when I'm feeling crummy, I think back to this time and the emotions that I felt, the sense that I smelled, the air on my skin, the temperature, and I try and get as specific as possible to shift my energy back into that feeling. And 99.9% of the time, no matter how crummy I'm feeling, I can relieve myself of sadness or frustration or anger. And that starts to build the momentum where then I can maybe listen to a podcast and hear the message that they have to say. So for you, maybe when you're feeling happy is the best time to think of a moment that you were happy because you can attract that much easier than when you're feeling crummy. Get it written down at the ready. Write down specifics about it and have an area set out for you that you can go sit in or maybe it's outside. Maybe it's going for a walk or maybe it's driving in your car, whatever that place is for you. So you can literally take it like a pill and hopefully it will help you shift your energy so that you can then build the momentum to bring yourself back to a place of peace and positive energy. 
So the second thing is an energy shift. So I kind of already explained that in the first thing, but this is more through movement or activity. So an energy shift um, is dancing. So putting on your favorite song or putting on like a really woo-woo song and just letting your body flow. Like interpretive dancing, y'all, is something to be said. It's super bizarre. I feel really weird when I do it, but it feels so good. And our bodies are meant to move. It's meant to flow. That's why like when you do a dance party, at least for me, it's like my favorite thing in the world. And I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like moving my arms around and like moving my legs. But the next day, even if I'm a little hungover or sore, I always feel so, so good because I was able to express myself. And so putting on some music, listening to your favorite song. If you're feeling like crap, this is very challenging to do at first, but about one minute into the song, I always feel better. It's a shift in energy. It brings up my um, heart rate. My blood starts flowing. Things start shifting around and I'm able to kind of get out of my head. So um, dancing, going for a walk out in nature, not listening to music, not listening to a podcast, just truly being present with nature, listening to the sound of the birds, the air blowing on your face, maybe the leaves rustling in the wind, your feet hitting the pavement or the dirt or the sand, whatever it is, going for a walk outside is so therapeutic. It's absurd. Um, When you're really down in the dumps, though, sometimes it's hard to shift to say, okay, I'm going to go for a walk outside. So maybe this is step two, like it is for me. And then um, also meditating. So like I said, I have a place that I can go in my house. I sit on this bed. I put on the exact same music so I don't have to look for a meditation. It's like clockwork. So I don't have to think about it. And in the moment, honestly, when I'm down, I'm like, this isn't going to work. I hate meditating. It's so stupid. And then I do it and I'm like, ah, that was great because it allows you to stop your thought, stop your brain from saying negative things that aren't true um, and shifts your energy back into a more positive place. Um, The third is if you have the time, take a nap, 20 minutes. That's all you need. Just close your eyes, go into your bed or your couch or whatever, get cozy, get a blanket, get a pillow. And you'd be surprised walking away from work or something you feel like you have to do. That 20 minutes can completely refresh your mind, give you a new clean slate for the day. Um, And I highly recommend naps. I'm a big napper now. I used to never be. I'd say, oh, I can't quiet my mind for that period of time, but you'd be surprised. Takes about five minutes sometimes if you're feeling really down. Um, But a nap is glorious and refreshes you. Um, number five is take the focus off yourself. So, oh, just kidding. Number four, (laughs) just skipped around there. Number four is take the focus off of yourself. So is there someone out there that you can help? Whether it's like as simple as donating to a cause or go on Facebook. There's so many um, fundraisers on Facebook all the time. I have donated to people I don't even know anonymously, and it is the funnest thing in the entire world. And you feel powerful. You feel connected. You feel oneness with others, especially now when we aren't as connected as we used to be. Helping others is the first way to get out of your head. Text a friend. Go on Instagram. Find somebody that you are influenced by, but you've never told them. Give them a DM and say, you know what? Whatever it is that you're doing, keep doing. I haven't told you before, but your messages have helped me in so many ways. Or, wow, your spirit is so beautiful. Or, I love your pictures. Or, you're doing a great job. Just giving someone a nod, because I think we think 
the thought a lot where on social media, maybe you're like, wow, they look like they have a really great life or um, they have really inspiring messages that have helped me or I watched this video that they did or listened to whatever it was or maybe your mother-in-law is watching your kids or whatever it is, someone that has helped you or supported you in your life, thank them. Send them a message, unexpected, handwritten note, text message, email, voice message, whatever it is, I'm telling you that is such a delicious shift in energy. We don't do it enough. We assume that they know and they often don't. And then their appreciation comes back to you. So it's even more light, bright energy. It's just this cycle and they'll potentially want to share with someone else because you did that to them. So helping someone else, taking the focus off of yourself. Because I think sometimes we have this idea when things are going bad that A, they'll last forever and that B, it's the most important thing in the world. We give all of our attention to it and it just continues to grow this big lump of negative energy and grossness. And so think about the idea that in 100 years from now, Eckhart Tolle actually said this. Um, I think it was Eckhart Tolle or Deepak Chopra. Sorry. Um, 100 years from now, we won't be here, most likely. I hope I'm not here because <laughs> I'll be 134. Life will be a little struggle bus if I'm still here, but we won't be here. And a lot of the people we love won't be here either, but the streams will still be running. The ocean will still have waves. The rain will still come. The sun will still shine and things will continue on just as they are now, hopefully <laughs> global warming. Um, but the idea, just joking aside is that we think things are so important sometimes when we're in them. And if it's not going to matter five years from now, don't spend more than five minutes on it. Someone else also told me is thinking of your life as the Grand Canyon and the struggles that we face, even if it's a big one, it might be a huge boulder or a big rock, but it's so small in comparison to the Grand Canyon. And so allowing that energy and that focus to seem smaller, um, I think it's helpful because sometimes we give it such a big emphasis. So those are my four steps. I have a fifth step. I guess I'll just say it here. Um, but breathing, I find it really hard to breathe sometimes when I'm feeling anxious or stressed. And I know that so many people have told me throughout my life, just take a moment, take a deep breath. And it can be really challenging to do sometimes. But if you can give yourself the focus and say, I am in control, I can take this deep breath, I have the power to slow down, taking a deep breath through your nose, and then you hold it for like seven seconds, and then you sigh through your mouth. Doing that like five times is miraculous what it can do. It's kind of sad that we don't utilize our breath more. Or if you've done breath work before and you know how amazing that is, I've done kudos to it on the podcast before. That is also in a few minutes, you can really shift your energy with that. So if you are feeling down or out or blue, just know it's part of the human experience. Everyone in the entire world has experienced what you're feeling at some time or another. You're not alone. This isn't new. This is part of it. And know that it won't last forever, that you are worthy, you are enough, you are so powerful, you are seen, you are heard, you are understood, and to just keep 
taking each moment as it comes, just going minute by minute. If it's a really tough day, don't think about tomorrow or next week or how taking today off could impact whatever it is. You can take a few minutes for yourself. The idea that you can show up as the best you requires some nurturing. And I don't think we take enough time for ourselves sometimes. We give our energy to those outside of us, which drains us, makes us tired and grumpy and sad and low energy. And if you can give yourself some time and some space so that you can get high vibe and show up as the best you, which is who you truly are, maybe you can know for sure that life is meant to be enjoyed. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please um, get on the the podcast. Apple Podcasts is kind of the one that I use the most. And rate this and review it so that other people can find it. That's kind of the idea. So I appreciate you for listening. Stay safe out there. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.